Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. All right, dude, here's the deal. Toxic friendships. We have all had one, at least one in our lifetime. And I feel like at this point, I know you pretty well, right? I know that you're obviously on a personal growth journey, but also that you're the kind of woman that wants to make people in her life happy. Tell me if you connect with this. In the past, I have had some serious freaking trouble with people pleasing wanting to make everyone happy and content and comfortable that I sacrifice my own happiness, convenience, and comfortability. (laughs) I let myself get walked on and used and manipulated. I think we probably have all encountered that feeling at some point, but especially you. The woman that pressed play on this episode today, you have to protect your environment before deciding to serve others. And I think a lot of times it's really difficult to see this happen or to recognize those toxic situations we find ourselves in. So first and foremost, I want us to chat about how to spot those toxic friendships, but also what to do with them. You're on this personal growth journey for a reason. You want growth. You don't want to sit still. You don't want to just hang out and do whatever. And sometimes that means growing beyond the environment that you currently surround yourself with. I think sometimes we see that as a bad thing instead of a a necessary thing. Something I am really learning at this point in my life is that some things are just not meant to last forever. I realize that that is a really hard pill to swallow sometimes, but certain relationships, certain friendships, certain connections, I truly believe this. They serve a certain purpose in our lives at certain times. Some people we may outgrow, but also some people may outgrow us. And that is 100% okay. And also 100% natural. But let's get down to it here. How do we spot it to begin with? It is tricky to recognize sometimes. I realize that. We don't really spend too much time analyzing the dynamic of the people that we interact with and what they do for us or what they do to us. We don't really spend a lot of time doing that kind of reflection in our day-to-day. So I have a little list here of some some warning signs that we might need to use to reevaluate, 
Some warning signs of a person that might have a toxic impact on your mental environment. That's not to say that this person is bad, that this person is wrong, that this person is just awful. But everyone is not on a path of growth like you are, an intentional path of growth and development, and that's okay and normal. But on your journey towards growth, you are your number one priority. So how can we protect that? What do we need to look out for when it comes to external toxicity? Number one, this friend is hot and cold with you. They're hot, and then they're cold again, and then they're happy with you, and then they're upset. And this isn't just like they're having an off day, or they're tired, or whatever. You're on their good side. When you're doing what they want you to do for them, and they are cold to you when they're not getting what they need from you, this cycle, this perpetual toxic cycle that literally trains your people-pleasing brain to do more of what they want from you and less of what you are wanting to do for you. What does that do for your growth journey? Nothing, honey bun. Nothing whatsoever. Number two, very closely related here. They constantly need something from you, but very rarely reciprocate it. They want help with something, or a favor, or they want to vent. All good and fine, right? Totally normal. Like that's that's a friendship. You should expect that. But the favors and the help and the venting is one sided. It's not reciprocated. They're not the person that comes to your side when you really need them. When something goes wrong and you need support, they're not there. They're not the person you can rely on for a favor. You can't vent to them without them talking about themselves. My sweet people, pleaser, listen. It's okay to want to talk about you sometimes. It's okay to need to vent every now and again and expect someone to actually listen. It's not your job. To be someone else's dumping ground, where they just dump all their stress and their worries and their mess on you to sift through. That's what therapy is for. It's not your job to be your friend's therapist. Number three. This one is the one I think sometimes is honestly the most damaging, and also the most difficult to freaking recognize. You enable them to continue bad behaviors, even though you don't agree with the behaviors or the patterns that you're seeing. You allow them to continue instead of speaking up about it. Now, wait, Emily, you just told me that it's not my job to be my friend's therapist. You're right, absolutely, it's not. But girlfriend, you know. Sometimes someone needs a girl to shoot it to them straight. Exactly like what we do here. You see your girlfriend doing something that you know is against her core beliefs. You know is against what she would want for herself. 
shoot it to her freaking straight. Help her and help you. Because the decision to call her out is about more than just you. Think about what that does to your moral compass. They say that you adapt to the behaviors of the people around you and your environment, right? What does that do to your decision-making if you allow her to continue? You know, it's against her wants for herself, and it's probably also against your wants for you. Call her out or in just your environment, girlfriend. Number four, not gonna lie, dude, this one really grinds my gears. Is this person constantly talking poorly about other people? Because I hate to break it to you, girlfriend, but she is probably doing the same to you when you're not there. Look, I'm not saying that I have never said something negatively about another woman. I am no saint. Trust me, we all have. But are you seeing a trend with this person? Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to worry about being the topic of conversation at a dinner table that I'm not sitting at. Again, you are on a personal growth journey, for goodness sake. Is being around someone speaking poorly about others going to push you towards growth? No! And is allowing someone into your environment that speaks poorly about you when you're not there going to build your confidence to do the scary things to grow further? No, ma'am, it is not. Number six, last one. When you find them lumping things into a we conversation instead of a you or a me conversation. Let's think about what this does to our noggin for a second. That people-pleasing part of you, when you hear we like that thing or we are going there, that makes our noggin eager to please and eager to make that statement true, even if it's not. Example here. Friend says, we are getting these jeans. People pleaser brain says, oh shoot, we have to buy these jeans. We wouldn't make her happy if we didn't make that statement true. Does it sound silly? Probably. Think about it for a second. The more we goes into a friendship, the less the people pleaser is likely to speak up for her individual wants. Now, does this friend realize she's making an impact like this? Maybe not. She might not recognize it at all. Maybe she does. But really think about that. The next time you're chatting with a friend and you hear a collective we, make sure that statement is true for you specifically. Especially if you're seeing some of those other toxic traits go along with it. So we've talked about the what, right? The warning signs, the things to look out for and analyze a little bit. The the hot and the cold behavior, they take and they take and they take, but they don't really give back. They don't really reciprocate. You leave an interaction with them feeling drained, 
rather than energized? Do you feel exhausted rather than motivated? Is this person taking the wind out of your sails, dimming your light, or are they pushing you to be the best version of your freaking self? Are they motivating you to make some freaking moves and grow the way that you want to? Those are the kinds of people that you want on this journey with you. Okay, um, but what do I do when I have analyzed the warning signs and noticed some toxicity going on? What's the how? Dude, I, I'm not going to lie. This is where the hard part comes in because this is when you have some really tough decisions to make. We have a couple of choices here, right? You can you can cut this person out of your environment completely and, and distance yourself. You can make it really clear for yourself the role that this person plays in your life currently and create that boundary there. Or you can continue as is. And this is is really, really going to take some deep reflection to decide what that right decision is for you. First off, let's take a look at that last option, okay? Going on as is in spite of the toxicity that you're seeing. Continuing interactions with this person as you always have. This one you really need to be honest with yourself on, though. Some may think that this is the easy answer. It's the the easy out. But for someone on a, a growth journey, you really need to assess severity, right? How are you leaving interactions with this person? It's hard. Because let's say that this person and you have been through a lot together. You You have a lot of history together and you honestly appreciate them and the the experiences that you've shared. But at this point on your journey, you see the toxic moments and they have an effect on you. Maybe for you, that's a, a person that you truly do not want to lose. And you create this, this pact with yourself. To keep those toxic moments seen for exactly what they are in your mental environment. True as can be. Toxic moment. Recognized. Tricky, right? (laughs) Very, very much so. But again, this depends on severity and your best judgment. What is right for you And if this is the decision that you make for your interactions with this person, then girlfriend, it's your job as someone on a path of growth to call them out on it when it's appropriate. If this is the choice that you go with, then that means you have some tough and honest conversations about what their decisions, their actions, or their words due to your headspace. Because that is, after all, your your number one priority, right? Okay, option number two. You decide to keep this person in your life, but create some distance there to protect the work that you've been doing on you. You've been working hard. That is worth 
protection. Tell me if you connect with this. I have had friendships in the past where I really feel the need for some distance because they either they either don't understand the path that I'm on or they seem to just kind of fulfill a certain role in my life at that time. Girlfriend, that's not a bad thing. That happens. That is going to happen. There are going to be some people that understand and support the journey that you're on. And there are going to be some that just don't. So we can create a boundary there. What can you trust this person with? What can't you trust them with? What settings do you find your interactions with them to be successful? And which ones do you know for a fact you need to avoid? Again, it takes some long and and tough reflection here, but creating that boundary can indeed happen if it's done intentionally and consistently. It's okay to say no to things if you don't think it's going to be a good situation for you. That's okay. If you are, I don't know, a little too trusting like I am, know what you can and can't tell this person. What you can and can't bond over. Maybe this girlfriend plays a very specific role in your life right now. Maybe you can go to a brewery together and you're able to have a good time, but but you don't have to tell everyone everything. Especially if that brings out the toxicity of that specific relationship. Do some analyzing of what's needed. Set that boundary and then freaking stick to it. All right. Option number three, the one that we probably all dread the most, right? The cutoff. Stepping away from a friendship that is really hurting you or one that you might have just outgrown or or your path and her path are just going in different directions. This could happen in all kinds of situations, but at the end of the day, For some reason, you don't feel challenged, you don't feel valued, or or you don't feel uh, appreciated in that friendship, in that interaction with her. You probably feel drained or or belittled even or used. It's a gross and and nasty feeling. One that someone like you, a a growth-oriented soul, shouldn't have to experience. I'm shooting it to you straight because that is what we do here, babe. It's time to walk away. It's time to put that down and check your worth a little bit. Do you deserve to set yourself up to walk away from an interaction with someone you call a friend, worrying if you'll be a topic of conversation? Do you deserve to sit and listen to someone else's problems again and again without being supported in return? Do you deserve to worry about pleasing your friend so that you can stay on their good side? I'll answer all of those for you. No, you don't. No, you don't deserve that. 
So if that is the way that you're feeling, it's time to stay true to your freaking path and walk away. You're probably sitting there saying, "Em, it's it's not that simple. It's really not." I know. Dude, it feels weird. It feels like a, like a weird breakup situation with a friend. Like, you're not dating, but it's just not driving with you anymore. Do I have to, like, dump her? What's, what's the situation here? No, 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 It doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> it really doesn't. You're a big girl. And hopefully, they are too. Sit down and have an honest and adult conversation about it. Tell this person how you've been feeling. Tell them where you are right now in your life and and where you're headed. If a conversation like that feels right to you, dude, I say go for it. But also, if that conversation doesn't feel genuine to you, people naturally grow apart from each other all the time. Every year in elementary school, I had a new best friend. I couldn't tell you who they were, and we gradually grew apart, naturally grew apart. Who says that this has to be any different? If it feels right to cut ties gradually by creating some distance and phasing things out, take that route. That's okay, too. But at the end of the day, I really want to leave you with this. Know your worth. Not just the worth in between your ears, but also what's worth putting up with. You press play today. You made that decision. So you want to grow. In that case, my dear, you got to surround yourself with growers. Maybe that means having some tough conversations. Oh, Emily, but confrontation is scary. You're right. It is. It is scary. But I firmly, firmly believe that any friendship that is broken by an honest conversation is one that needed to be broken, one that needed to be distanced. That may sound harsh, but that tells me that those two people are on different paths. Those two people are not meant to walk together right now. Know your worth. Sit down and really analyze when you need to. And surround yourself with women that leave you feeling motivated. Women that leave you feeling strong. Women that leave you feeling valued. Us women are not always kind to one another. We're not. But don't let you, my my growth-oriented friend, be a part of that perpetuation. Check the toxicity you're taking in. Make a decision. Stick to it and keep driving. I can't wait to be sitting in your passenger seat again next week. So what do you say? Next week, same time, same place? Sounds good to me. It's a date. I'll see you then. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. 
Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving. But until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.